What are you reading, Alex? Oh, I'm reading the compendium for uh, Spawn. Compendium 1. We have the movie of the year. Tenet. Actually, when I was working overnights, I listened to like the entirety of the Dark Knight's metal storyline as like a, a podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to your mom's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, Noah, and now we have Alex. Dude, we should make a podcast. That being said, it's time to hang 10 with your top entertainment news of the week. About what? Well, it's like something that we all had like in common. Like, what's something that we could all like talk about for a while? We always talk about movies and stuff. Like, movies that just came out. So, Alex, 1 yes. to 10, no decimals. <clears throat> 1 to 10, no decimals for the movie. Uh, solid 9. Find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, I'm down, Anthony. We should do like cool. different segments too. Like we should have like a, a game, like an icebreaker, and then maybe, maybe we can read some like movie news or like entertainment news. Dude, what if we do like what if we call ourselves like spam mail? Everyone listening, we have a huge announcement to close out the pod. What if we do the hooligan hangout? If you guys are new to our podcast, make sure to check out our previous season. Welcome to the hooligan hangout. What's up, guys? Welcome to what? the Hooligan Hangout, your mom's favorite place to be. Of course, of course, of course. We are going to start with our news. Of course, this is Edward, my co-host right here. Anthony is on vacation this week because uh, it's summertime and him, he has a life. So, I mean, How dare he? Why isn't he like us and no life? It. <laughs> but we're going to start with our... Oh, we're reviewing Thor this week, of course. It's Thor week. We're going to start with our news, and I'm going to hand it off right to Edward. Well, I didn't want it. Well, you got to take the baton. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, since we reviewed an MCU movie this week, we have some more MCU news, because that is apparently the only thing that ever goes on in Hollywood that anyone cares about. Uh, if you guys don't remember the show, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Anthony Mackie picks up the mantle. He becomes the new Captain America. So... They announced that they're doing a Captain America 4 movie starring Anthony Mackie's uh, Captain America, and they have just found their director, uh, who is Julius Ona. Uh, the, the, the biggest project that he's done was the Cloverfield Paradox, which uh, was uh, not great. <laughs> so it's, it's not... Uh, we can't what? judge a man off of one movie, but... If we're else? judging the man off of one movie, uh, it, it's not great. <laughs> what, what else did he do besides that? I swear he did another movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> he did The Girls in Trouble. No, it was something else. I was reading up on him the Loose? other day. No, I don't know. I don't know. Those are the oh. only ones that pop up on his IMDb. Probably something not good. This is kind of a, from the directors Marvel's been getting lately. This is kind of a head-scratcher, to be honest. Yeah, um, I I don't know what to say about that one. Uh, that's just really weird that you would get a man whose track record is not great. But the MCU's track record and this phase has also been not great, so I guess it fits right in. Admit it's been bottom tier, dude. Honestly, honestly, the more movies that come out, I'm enjoying them less and less. Which is sad because some of them I'm excited for. Now I just want Spider-Man, to be honest. Thor was the one I was excited for. Me, we'll yeah, me, me too, but that's why I didn't <laughs> mention it. 
<laughs> but um, Anthony Mackie, I'm actually, I think he's going to make a pretty sick Iron Man. I mean, Captain America, because, <laughs> because his suit's freaking awesome. And then, you know, he had his whole, his whole arc of trying to take up the mantle during Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like at first, he's a good he, actor he too. didn't think he could. But yeah, Anthony Mackie's pretty freaking awesome. So <laughs> the I'm, real L Eminem, huh? 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 Wait, what? He he played Papa Doc in Eat My Home. That well, he did, huh? <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! I didn't realize that. <laughs> what an OG! I love him even more now. <laughs> but uh, when is it supposed to come out? Two years? Uh, it doesn't have a release date or a film schedule. They just announced the director, so it's probably going to take a minute. They also they don't. I think they had the story written already. Um, I just closed out of the page like a chump. So I can't <laughs> tell you who wrote it. So, L's <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> Not the brightest moment by me, but it's all right. That's okay. That's okay. But uh, I, I think it's going to come out in like two years. Um, <laughs> probably, it's probably going to be some Phase 5 thing where they're building stuff up again. But uh, mm, Probably not going to be Phase 5. I feel like Phase 4 is just going to last for the rest of our lifetime. Oh, have mercy, please. I don't want it anymore, please. <laughs> but that's a different topic we'll get into uh, at some point. Anyways, or no, we have a video on it. Check it out, youtube.com. Yes, uh, State of the MCU. Uh yeah, <laughs> we did uh, in fact predict that it was going to go downhill, and we've been preaching it's going downhill since uh, Spider Man. So uh, we got those people saying, "No, it's it'll be fine." <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, all right, buddy. All right, buddy, look here, it's not okay. <laughs> but uh, let's get into something actually good. Um, Stranger Things has been a cultural phenomenon for years now, and the Duffer Brothers have really stepped up their game every single season, and they are officially. Uh, have made a production company with Netflix. And it's fitting enough, it's called Upside Down Pictures, which would indicate that they're working on more Stranger Things stuff, which it's official. They have a Stranger Things spinoff series coming. But the people, the big news that everyone's talking about is their live-action Death Note series that they're also bringing with that production company. They're doing another one? I thought they learned... You figured they would have learned from the first one that they did. The first one was a movie. This is a series. I know, but still, you you figured. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? All your movies suck. And it's funny, even though it's the Duffer Brothers, and I know I'm sure they can do a good job, I don't really trust anyone homing a live-action anime project. None of them have worked. Anime in live-action just doesn't work. It's too zany, too cart. It will work whenever we make our own live-action One Punch Man. Who's One Punch Man? Who's going bald? Not it. Alex. I've been bald before. I will not go back. <laughs> That's a story for another time. But in fact, Noah is bald now. That's why he's wearing a hat. <laughs> Take it off. Hat. Take it off. Hair reveal. Twenty likes. <laughs> oh God. Hair reveal for twenty likes. But hairline reveal. <laughs> Roasted hairline in the comments, please. Netflix is throwing money at them like there's no tomorrow, so we're going to see. I don't know how big the Stranger Things universe is going to get from many different series or not. I don't know how many directors are going to be working on it, stuff like that, and writers, but good luck well, to I them. I had been uh, doing some reading, and it said, like, originally, before the series, like, got as huge as it did, like, first season, they had planned to, like, basically tell this story, like, 
every season there would be a new cast and like a new setting and a new story, but it would take place in the same universe. Yeah. So I imagine that these spinoffs are going to basically be what they had originally planned. It just come in a little bit later with a little bit more fleshed out of a world, but it would still be cool to, you know, maybe like explore like some of the Russian towns that's going on on their side. Maybe like there's some more gates happening in other places that, because it can't just be this one place. I do know, I, I, I can see them exploring stuff with the lab, maybe. I do know it's not going to have any of the like, main characters, maybe cameos, but they're trying nah, to I don't even think the they story. would do that. I think they would be trying to like complete detach itself from, from the whole different piece of the, the world. Yeah. Which you've already kind of seen. Like They've been to California, like different states around the world. Yeah, checking out Eleven's or, sister. Yeah. <laughs> Levin's freaking sister. Eight. One of them. Two, eight. three, four. Two, three, four, whatever. All the numbers. The codename kids next door about to pull up. Pretty much, yeah, that's what they are. <laughs> April girls. But um that's uh that's all I got. That's all I got for news this week. Anthony is, right. just imagine Anthony says something cool and witty and now he's like Going off into the sunset. We'll insert an AI clip of Anthony's voice right here saying, let's get to the sponsor. All right, let's get right into a sponsor. Noah, you want to do your thing? Yes, sir. All right, so this week we watched Thor Love and Thunder, of course, uh, by Disney Marvel, directed by Taika Waititi, starring Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson, and even Christian Bale. Um... This is our non-spoiler review. We're getting to spoilers uh, pretty soon. What are your general thoughts, Edward? I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Other than I, just, I really didn't enjoy it. It, me, it was really disappointing. Me no like movie. Movie movie weird. Movie. Vibes broke. Vibe machine broke. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to dive into cons. First, you know the drill. Talk about what's bad about this movie first. Oh, you didn't like the movie either? Nope. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we're on the same page here. <laughs> I feel like if Anthony was here, he would have loved this movie. I I don't think... I'll say I don't think it's a bad movie. I just don't think it's good either. <laughs> I'm in between. I think it's bordering on the line of bad. And yeah. not close to being good. <laughs> I'm very mixed on this, but what's your first con? Let's get into talk about this. Um, The tone is really, really weird in this movie. Um, Oh, yeah. They can't decide if they want to be an old-school 80s movie, an upbeat action movie, or a really depressing, sad movie. Like, it just, like, it's like a constant, like, just, like, jumping between three different tones every, like, at least twice in every scene and it just it doesn't work well like it doesn't feel consistent it doesn't feel like it's getting across the message that it wants to and it makes it just come off as like a big cheese ball of shitness and i think the biggest culprit of this was um any scene that gore's in gore butcher because he's like very serious he's a very serious character who has um strict ambitions and goals like, he knows exactly what he wants to do, whereas his counterparts are just, like, 
The goof, comedic, comedic goofballs, yeah. Yeah. Just do whatever the hell they feel like. So it really throws it off. Which even, like, villains could make, like, witty remarks and stuff, but he's just not that kind of villain. He's very serious about what he wants. Yeah, and, I mean, it would make sense if the whole movie was like that. Like, it would make sense for Thor, after what happened in Endgame, to be a lot more, you know, more focused or, or like, still kind of, like, depressed and, like, still coming to terms with everything. But you just don't get that. You just get a fucking lollygagging, goofy Thor this whole time. He's like, Haha, yeah, all my family died, but it's okay because I got a god bod. <laughs> and I'll tell you this, too. It legit felt like every single line of his was a joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, legitimately. I don't remember maybe one or two serious lines. Pro, they even made Stormbreaker a stupid character. I thought that joke was funny the first time, but after that, I was like, all right, you can stop. <laughs> you, you can stop, please. You can stop. And it just kept going and going. And I get this is a Taika Waititi style. He had all, like, creative control, and he's a very um, – he could be a comedic director. We've seen that with, like, Thor Ragnarok and stuff. But there comes a point where it's just, like, super unnecessary. Yeah. You got really dark. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, there it is. <laughs> but um, I guess we can talk about uh, pros, pros, pros. Yeah, pros. I was gonna pros. say I don't really know what else to say, but that's not like a spoiler. But what's your first yeah. pro? Um, I was kind of worried going into it that the suit would feel super overdone and like gross looking. Which but uh, actually. Pros? Yeah, Thor's, but the suit actually, like, seeing it, like, in action and stuff, it actually didn't look bad. It actually looked pretty good. And, you know, like always, I think, um, in accordance with, like, the costume design and stuff, I thought the visuals were pretty solid. You know, I really enjoyed seeing their use of the whole color spectrum, especially, like, um, when they had the black and white filter. I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah. I thought it was really cool. Uh, yeah, back yeah. to you. It sounds like uh, we ran out of stuff to say. So, would you recommend Noah? Oh, I I thought you were gonna go back, and then we were gonna go back and forth. No, I don't. I really don't. I have all that much. Really? Okay. Well, I guess I can just uh, shout out to um, to Christian Bale and Natalie Portman. I feel like they're the only ones that really took the movie serious, and that they were they did great in their roles, in my opinion. I agree. Christian Bale played a really good villain. I wish he was one of the villains they kept alive. It's a spoiler. Everyone knows Marvel kills their villains. <laughs> Name one Marvel villain that's still alive. That's not horribly disfigured. Loki. But his actual Loki is dead. I guess that's that's fair. Uh, Kingpin. He got shot in the eyeball. Oh, he did. Uh, Wanda. Just she had a. Dark temple crumble on her head. I think she's alive, though. <laughs> I think so, too, but as of now, she's dead. And uh, I guess... Uh... Yeah, no, he's right. That's, that's <laughs> I think that's all I'm really going to say. Because everything else is kind of a con, and it's more spoiler territory. But um, I would only recommend if you're like a big Marvel fan, 
I think I I do think it's an entertaining movie. Like it'll keep you entertained if that's all you're looking for. But if you're looking for like a good cohesive story, you might not find it here. Yeah, I agree. It's a good uh, brain shutdown film. Not so great. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, character analysis film. It it did a lot of these characters dirty. Yeah, pretty much. But on that note, we're going to get right into spoilers. If y'all are leaving, say hi to your mom for us and check the links in our description or uh, leave it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen, make sure you leave a rating and a like because and a review, of course, whatever good, bad, because we really want to every week we want to try and get a reviewer, a reviewer's review and read it. Any criticism or any positive things you want to say. Anything else? No, I just really want to say, God, I'm glad they killed off Thor. Fuck. <laughs> Thor was a bitch. No, no, I'll start. With, I'll start with this with the cons. I'm not wrong, am I? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I want to start off with this with Thor. It makes me so mad that they're using this character, and I, Ragnarok was a different, as an exception that he's like comedic, is because he's going through a lot of grief. So he's using comedy. That was his way, yeah. But in this one, they they tell you in the beginning, oh, he gets in shape. He's starting to feel better. Like the Guardians have helped him, blah, blah, blah. And he's st- he's not the badass Thor anymore. He's just some... some like comedic. shell of himself. Yeah, and even, even then, all the gods are fucking trying to be all funny too. And it's like, no, a lot of these Bro. gods were very serious in the mythology. I was astounded that they made two orgy jokes. I absolutely oh, me blew too. my mind. Me too, I was like, yeah. what the fuck? They can't say that in a Marvel movie. I was like, no way. It's okay. The kids <laughs> probably do not even know what the word is. And um, I'll go back to the tone thing too. The biggest proponent of this that I thought was the very first scene, which beautiful intro scene. I love the intro scene with Gore and Christian Bale. But um, when he went to go find his son God or whatever, and he's being all serious, like, I worship you, like, you're so like me and my my and my people always worshipped you. We died for you, and we did. We f- finally found you. Like, please help, and blah blah blah. And then the god is just all laughing and having a joke about it. That's where that's to me where the tonal shift. I really felt it. That's where I knew yeah. I was like, oh no, they're not going to don't a feel tone, great, are they? Yeah, like already all right off the bat. Which I'll go back to Gore too. I really wish Gore was in it a lot more than he was. I wish they at least showed like him killing other gods. They showed one, and, too. and then they were just like, oh, this guy, just uh, he just killed all the gods. We need to go stop him. Dude, I feel like he literally got like 20 minutes of screen time, and that was it. Make yeah. sure you look this up. Pork. And then I was also reading up on this movie. Christian Bale said they cut out a lot of stuff that could have been used like with him. Well, how the fuck do you cut out Christian Bell content? Right? It's uh, ridiculous. How much green time did Gore the God Butcher have? It's going to say not enough. <laughs> Can we also talk about how every Marvel movie now, or not everyone, but like most of them now are using a plot device? Yeah, um, they, they, they didn't have it. They didn't put an exact screen time, but it literally said that they just feel like this was a one villain that could use way more. I think he would have been a top five villain if he had more screen time. 
Honestly, because I feel like them not giving him enough screen time made him a very weak villain because you really didn't see him do anything. Yeah. So you really couldn't understand how strong he was. And because it, basically every time you met Thor, I don't think Thor was really in danger up until the very last scene. But by then it was too late for us to be like, you might actually kill him this time, you know? Yeah, and even then, you don't feel the impact of what he's done around the the universe or whatever, uh, wherever they're at. Exactly. They show you, like, one big behemoth that he killed, and they're like, oh, shit. It's a rat. I think it would have been sick if, like, he killed Zeus or something, because that would have been a big deal. That would have been fucking sick. Like, have Zeus be like, nah, don't worry about him, and then he just shows up and just, wow. I was yeah. expecting him to show up to that place and I was go too. to town. I was, I was really hoping that's what would happen. That was wasted potential. That's what should have happened. He should have just showed up and just started slicing and dicing. And by them saying that, oh, Gore killed like, what was it, like 1,500 gods already. Like, we need to stop him. Instead of showing that's like a montage. <laughs> instead of like a montage of him going and killing all these gods. You know what I mean? And if you uh, just watched our uh, latest video that uh, actually hasn't uploaded because I've been slacking. Um, uh, I can't even talk about it now because I forgot to upload it. <laughs> you can talk about it. It's okay. No, well, no one's seen it. So, uh, well, if you're seeing this after the fact... <laughs> um, <laughs> the Doctor Strange video. Yes. Um, we react to... Uh, like the issues with Doctor Strange, and one of their issues is they did a lot of a tell and not show, which kind of defeats the whole purpose of watching a movie because a movie's more of a show don't tell. And this one did basically the exact same thing, where they just had a lot of big words come out of people's mouths instead of actually showing them doing crazy shit. They basically just had to hype them up with words. They're just like, "Oh, this Necrosword, bro, I ain't fucking with that." Instead of showing Gore, like, just going to town on some people he has no business killing, you know? Yeah, which really, gosh, I can't say enough how much it freaking sucks that they wasted Christian Bale's potential. And then they got like, his bag, though. And then, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to him. And then, um, um, actually, I'll pass it to you. I won't say too much. Oh my uh, I feel like we're on the same wavelength, so. <laughs> okay, I wanted to talk about the ending with Gore. Bro, that <laughs> might have been the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. And so I've heard the argument, um, oh, bro, but he, it's because he was cursed by the sword. Once the sword broke, he was like, like uh, back to normal. But even when the sword broke, he still went to eternity. He still wanted. He was still yeah. thinking about it, bro. So why would he just stop there? Because he exactly. kind of. In a way, he blames the gods for his daughter dying, too. So, you know what I mean? Well, and then I was saying, why the fuck would he trust a god to, to raise his daughter after the fact? Yeah, my issue wasn't that. My issue was, I thought he was going to just make Jane better so Thor could have the thing he loved. Instead of Gora being like, no, I'm going to get the thing I love, but die, and it's your problem now, and you don't get the thing that you care about. So, fuck off. I think it's to justify his like presence because like if he died, dude, then nothing really happened in this movie. 
nothing did happen in this movie. <laughs> well, well, leaving his daughter shows that, oh, you didn't watch Thor, bro? Like, that's like, he's in, you'll know who that is from Thor. That gave me a Kratos and boy vibes at the end. But, like, the knockoff Walmart version. Their names are Love and Thunder. Like, what the fuck was that? Bro, that shit pissed me off. I I was like, no, bro. It's the corniest shit I've ever fucking witnessed. I I do respect uh, Korg for getting it on with Dwayne. (laughs) That shit did make me laugh, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Out of all the shitty jokes in that movie, that one fucking got me. (laughs) It would have been funny as fuck if Dwayne looked like The Rock, and he's, like, legit a rock monster. They did. They did make the rock monster look like Dwayne. No, it didn't. He had, like, this mustache. Oh, yeah, he did, huh? He had, like, the Hulk Hogan mustache, of all things. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I I, I dig that. But um, I also appreciate Chris Hemsworth's daughter stepping in to that role, because that was pretty cool. Me, too. That was pretty cool to see. But see them together. that bitch shouldn't have been in that goddamn movie. <laughs> No, and she then, should have been like the death, and then she should have never been brought back. <laughs> and then we can also talk about um, freaking Jane's cancer treatment, which is like really like it's a sad story point. But then it's hard to be sad about it when there's so many damn jokes. My issue was Jane Foster had been literally just a non-factor in the entirety of the MCU this entire time. You bring her back hype her up like she's gonna actually be important and then just kill her and i was like damn bro that's a fucking waste of everyone's goddamn time it's probably because natalie portman is an older actress and they're not they don't want to bring her well yes but at that point i would have just rather than not include her in anything anymore and just leave it at that instead of bring her back waste our time and then kill her well, it's because also which further proves the point that Thor loses everyone he cares about, <laughs> and and the whole thing with like him trying to find his identity, his footing again. That's been going on for like three fucking movies, dude. Like close it's it his up whole already. character arc, bro. From the first Thor, he's like, I don't know who I am. I'm worthy. I know who I am. I don't know who I am. I lost. I'm the worthy hammer. still. I lost the hammer. Oh, the Jane. hammer died. Don't know what to do now. There goes my dad. Aw, shit. Which is is totally fine, but when you set up this movie, especially from the beginning, showing that he's finally learning, and then he doesn't, like, he's still struggling with it, it's like... I can't be the only one that was really annoyed by the fucking goats, too, right? I was. As soon as I heard... The first first scene, I was like, alright, that's funny. And then they just kept going. And I was like, bro, please, shut the... (laughs) Fuck up already, bro. For the love of God. Please, and, please, shut the hell up. I was more annoyed that it was a parody of, it was a knockoff of the, the meme. Me too. Like, I was, I was like, hoping okay. to get a good Wilhelm scream in there too, but that never happened. No. Okay. Um, we're just going to slide right into our pros. We think we've done enough dogging on this movie. So, Edward, where do you want to start? Um, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, um God, I I don't know why, but like lightning effects are always like just the coolest things ever on the planet to me, which is why I love Thor so much, because whenever we go see a movie, it's just nothing but badass fucking lightning, thunder, all that going on at once. And it's just like it it makes my little like 
VFX brain just happy because I I just love seeing that. I love I seeing why. them raise the hammer of Fjolnir and just. Man, that was another one of my cons, but it's too late to go back. I think it's badass. I thought it was the dumbest shit how easily Mjolnir came back. Oh, just because of her? Yeah, she just showed up and was like, all right, we're back. All right, guys, uh, I'm back here. Yeah. It was like, eh, fuck Thor. Plot convenience, we need Mjolnir back. Plot convenience. Which, that kind of, I was going to say that my pro um, that I haven't said already, I really did like the action scenes. I thought the action scenes were pretty good. And oh, I, always, dude, I, I also always I, love the Greek mythos. I love the Greek mythos too. My f- favorite scene is when Thor just had an army of children going to fucking town on some shadow monsters, bro. That shit was sick as hell. I like the the one that was like spinning with the teddy bear gave me like the laser baby vibes from the boys. What was the okay? But um, the crazy thing about that that's funny to me is Thor was like, "All right, y'all have the power of Thor on your side." I'm like, "You couldn't do that before, bro." At like any point in time with any other battle, if you had done that in Wakanda, bro, it would have been over. <laughs> right? Like, imagine he just shows up to Wakanda, gives all the Wakandans the power of Thor. Infinity War doesn't happen. Endgame doesn't happen. Thanos' head gets cut off way before any of that happens. Dude, Steve Rogers with the power of Thor. Iron Man with the power of Thor. Bro, we already saw Steve Rogers with the power of Thor. We saw him with the hammer, not with all the power and shit. Bro, the hammer gives you the power of Thor. He just didn't take the suit. I don't remember. I don't remember. He got all lightning and stuff? I don't remember. Yeah, whoever wields Mjolnir gains the power of Thor. That's how well, it's written in the scripture, bro. Well, apparently you get a suit too, but he didn't get a suit. So. Cap declined. He yeah. said, nah, bro, I'll stay in my tattered ass, dirty ass suit. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the real man. That's what he said. <laughs> like, straight up. But, um... The only thing I have to say is I the only real scene I really really liked like I thought was pretty good until the end of the scene until the end of the scene, but I really enjoyed uh, Jane and Thor talking on the boat and just going back on where they've been and where they're at now and you know giving Me each other too. some advice. I really enjoyed that until they had to throw the little joke in at the end. I know they couldn't reason. just like let grown ups have like a good nice like dialogue like catch up reconcile. They just had to ruin it at the end. They just couldn't help themselves. They're like, mm, that was a little too dark for these seven-year-olds watching the movie. Let's, uh, let's brighten it up. Let's brighten it up. But uh, that's really all I have to say for uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, fourth <laughs> Thor movie. Which, I'll be honest, I liked Ragnarok, but I, I really wasn't like, like, oh, this movie's really, really good. You know what I mean? I, wasn't, I feel like I was the min- minority on that end. Like, it was really good, but I don't know. I feel like for me, Thor movies just don't click. See, Thor Ragnarok was such a beautiful movie. It was so different that it just felt great and refreshing. But I feel like all the charming stuff about Thor Ragnarok, they, like, played it up at times 100 and made it not charming and just really annoying. They made it go downhill real fast. Yeah, I feel like the quality is just not there. Mm -mm. On that note... We're going to go into our ratings. Edward, what do you give it? I give it 5.5. Okay. I am going to give it a 6.5. Which is funny. I actually had it at a 7 before, or a 7.5 before we started talking. 
but then I realized more problems than before, so I was like, yeah, never mind. Same. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you heard me start. I was about to say seven, then I went to six in my head, and I was like, no, nah, it's a five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, we'll see who goes. It's going to be a big week, guys. We'll see who goes after us, who disagrees. Make sure you uh, leave any comments if you disagree, because, you know, we do read them. But um, on that note, say hi to your mouse for us. Make sure you follow us on all all platforms, wherever you watch it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, all our Instagrams, our social media handles are underscore, underscore. If you're on YouTube, um, you don't got to say that. It's all, it's all in the description all on everywhere, bro. You don't got to go that hard, bro. <laughs> Even our uh, merch shop is down there, too. So get your hats for the summer. And uh, say hi to your mouth for us. See ya later.